Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Yesterday, US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced a formal impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump. The actions of the Trump presidency revealed a dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today... I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. But what does it mean to impeach someone? Trump's done so many things. What did he do on this occasion to lead to this decision? And what happens if he's actually convicted? We speak to US political expert Charlie Sykes to get the lowdown on what Trump is calling on Twitter presidential harassment. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. There have been a lot of reasons why people believe Donald Trump should be impeached, which basically means bringing criminal charges against a government official. There was that whole Russian collusion issue ending in the Mueller report that seemed to go nowhere. He's been accused by multiple women of sexually assaulting them, all of which went nowhere. He paid off a porn actress he'd had an affair with to stay quiet. That went nowhere. He's openly supported white supremacists, had shady dealings with questionable other parties through his company, and refuses to release the details of his tax returns with accusations he's been inflating and deflating his assets. So with all that in mind, and that list is just a snapshot of the issues raised in regards to this president's conduct, the US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has decided this latest incident involving a call to the Ukrainian president has pushed it over the edge. The actions taken to date by the president have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when the president says, Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. The actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. So what does it mean to actually impeach a president? U.S. historian James Bryce calls impeachment a hundred-ton gun, which needs complex machinery to bring it into position, an enormous charge of powder to fire it, and a large mark to aim at. The last time it happened, it was with Bill Clinton back in 1998. His crime? Perjury for lying under oath, for saying he didn't have sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky, his White House intern, and obstruction of justice for suggesting to her she file a false affidavit saying they didn't have an intimate relationship. 
the judge in the case threw it out on the grounds that the person who'd filed the sexual harassment case against him, Paula Jones, had failed to show any damages. After an appeal, Clinton settled the case for $850,000 while being able to admit to no wrongdoing and go back to his life as a leader of the free world. He's only the second president in history to be impeached, and in both cases, no one was convicted. It's happened successfully in other countries, though, with both Brazilian President Dilam Rousseff and South Korean President Park Yun-hee both impeached and removed from office. But what does it take to get to this point? And what will happen if Donald Trump becomes the first US president to be found guilty of a crime? Charles Sykes is an author, the host of US political podcast The Bulwark Report, and a regular contributor on TV networks NBC and MSNBC. Charlie, first up, has Trump actually been impeached or are we just looking at an inquiry into whether to impeach him or not? Well, that's an interesting question. What the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, announced was that they were moving ahead with an impeachment inquiry. But it's unlikely that the Democrats who control the House of Representatives would take that step, something as dramatic as what they did today, if they were not intending to actually impeach the president. So I think the odds of Donald Trump being impeached have gone up rather dramatically. Now, in our system, impeachment does not mean removal. It means that the House of Representatives has brought him up on charges. And then it would be up to the upper house of our legislature, the United States Senate, to actually hold a trial and decide whether or not to remove him from office. And that would require two-thirds vote, which is considered quite unlikely. Can you talk us through exactly what led to this announcement? There's been so many things that Donald Trump's been accused of and that there's been investigations into. What happened on this occasion and why has this led to this announcement? Well, it's been building for some time. And what happened today was really like watching the dam break. And I think there was a great deal of frustration as the president continues to be emboldened. He feels that he was vindicated from the Russia investigation, whether he had colluded with the Russians in the 2016 election. And as a result of that, his arrogance and his willingness to flout Congress, to obstruct investigations, has become really dramatic. So within the last week, though, the story about Ukraine has emerged. And the story is that the president of the United States was on the phone with the president of the Ukraine and suggesting that he investigate one of the president's political opponents, that he launch an investigation into former Vice President Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, which is, of course, almost exactly what he was accused of doing back in 2016 with Vladimir Putin, asking a foreign government to dig up dirt on a political opponent. Now, whether or not there was, in fact, a threat that you either do this or you won't get $400 million in American aid, um, really doesn't change the fact that this is a rather extraordinary thing for any president to do. And that appeared to be the red line for a lot of Democrats in, in Congress, that this just went too far. And it's, But it also, it's the accumulation of the corruption, of the abuse of power, of the way in which he has been using his office to enrich himself and his family. But I think the Ukraine story is what pushed people really over the edge. Now, a whistleblower actually came forward after overhearing this conversation, but the report that that whistleblower gave, we haven't seen yet? No, and then this is this is the key, um, uh, what happened over the last week. So about a week ago, members of Congress announced that they had been informed that there was a whistleblower in the intelligence community 
who had serious concerns about something that had happened. It turns out to be involving Donald Trump. We don't know all the things that, that, he, that he or she is alleging. But this whistleblower report had been reviewed by the inspector general of the intelligence community. This is like the overall watchdog of the intelligence community. And the inspector general having looked over this complaint, determined that it did in fact raise an urgent concern. And under American law, if a whistleblower comes forward with something that's deemed to be of urgent concern, then legally they must turn it over to Congress to review. And the Trump administration refused to do that. So in a way, this latest episode began with the Trump administration's attempt to cover up this whistleblower report. And then, of course, the story has developed very, very quickly with the president acknowledging that, yes, he did speak to the Ukrainian president. He did bring up Joe Biden. And we've learned in the last 24 hours that the president himself had ordered that hundreds of millions of dollars in American aid um, you know, should be put on hold to the Ukraine. So there is the question about whether or not the president used his office and uh, perhaps endangered American and Ukrainian national security in order to dig up dirt on a Democratic challenger in next year's election. So what happens now? If he is actually formally impeached, does that mean he sits down in a court and is questioned? That's very unlikely. We haven't had many impeachment trials in American history. There have been only two presidents who have actually been impeached, uh, Andrew Johnson after the Civil War back in the 1860s and Bill Clinton back in the 1990s. And in, in neither case did they actually come and testify. But there will be a debate or they could be a debate in the United States Senate. The Republicans control the United States Senate, so they could make this uh, very brief, very perfunctory. They wouldn't necessarily have to go through a full trial. But uh, no, he's not going to sit in the dock. That won't happen. You mentioned that this is, well, will become potentially only the third U.S. president in history to actually be impeached, but neither of the previous two were found guilty or convicted of anything. What actually happens if a president is found guilty? What could potentially happen to Donald Trump? Well, I should throw in a third previous impeachment inquiry, which was of Richard Nixon back in the 1970s. And you, you did have Congress was getting ready to impeach him. And if he had not resigned, he probably would have been removed from office. So in, in that particular case, the impeachment proceeding is moving ahead and forced the resignation of the president. And it is certainly conceivable that this impeachment inquiry would come up with something that would be so outrageous, so, so extreme that Republicans in, in Congress would, would, would go to President Trump the way that they went to President Nixon and said, you have to go. That's not likely, but that's certainly possible. So you're asking what happens if the Senate actually votes to remove him. Well, um, that has never happened in American history, and that would be what we would describe as a constitutional crisis, because it's certainly not a slam dunk that Donald Trump would just voluntarily leave office. That's not really in his DNA. Would he ever f actually face criminal punishment? Can a president be sent to jail for crimes that they've committed while they've been in top office? That's an interesting question because, and this came up during the Mueller investigation into the Russian collusion, the position of the Department of Justice in this country is that a sitting president cannot be indicted while they are in office. So uh, no, that they can't be while they're in office, but, but a president who is removed or resigns or is defeated and becomes a private citizen, has none of those immunities. And I think this has been a lot of concern for Donald Trump, that, that a lot of these investigations, which can't touch him while he's in office, 
would go into effect the moment he steps out of office. So, yes, a former president uh, can be indicted, can be tried uh, and can be uh, and, and can be convicted. How likely is it that this is going to move forward? I know you mentioned that they need a certain percentage of them to get it through is, is not going to push it forward more likely. But what will the fallout be if Donald Trump is found not guilty? Will this embolden him to do more things, you think, like this, pushing the envelope of potentially doing criminal acts while he's the president? Well, that has exactly been the concern. And I think there's been a lot of folks who have been reluctant to move ahead with impeachment precisely for the reasons that you just articulated, that at the end of the day, he is not convicted. He would declare himself exonerated and then would feel absolutely invincible. He would feel completely bulletproof. But I think what's happened is the Democrats in the House at least have decided that the risk of not doing anything was greater than that risk. And the risk of not doing anything is that you really do have a president who is acting and behaving as if he is above the law. Here's a president who is flexing his muscles, doesn't care what he breaks, what he does, and has become increasingly contemptuous of the rule of law. So again, I, I think part of the calculation for this rather dramatic change and it's kind of hard to overstate how dramatic it's been in the last 24, 48 hours, has been that Democrats decided that the risk of continuing to fail to hold the president accountable was greater than the risk of going ahead with impeachment, even though the polls uh, suggest it's not popular and knowing that it might result in the president's acquittal in the Senate. In your expert opinion, what do you think is going to happen? Well, there is no expert opinion because we've been wrong about everything so far. I can give you my best guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah, take we were, a crack we at experts, it. <laughs> yeah, if we were experts, we would have said, yes, I knew that Donald Trump would be elected president, which I did not know. I'm, <laughs> I was as surprised as anybody. So I want to, I'm going to start off with that caveat. I think that it is now um, much more likely than not that uh, either late this year or early next year, probably early next year, that the House of Representatives will vote to impeach Donald Trump. This will make him only the third president in American history who has faced impeachment and then trial in the United States Senate. Then it will go to the Senate, and my guess is that they will act relatively quickly to basically say, no, we're, we're not finding him guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors. But I think the big variable, and this is what nobody knows, and there's no expert who can really answer this, is what will public opinion be? Will the public react negatively to this? Will they think this is partisan? Will they think this is a distraction? Or will the drip, drip, drip of evidence against the president begin to turn the public against him? And this is what no one knows at this point. That's the wild card. Will he or won't he be impeached and removed from office? Well, overnight, the transcript of one of the president's calls to the Ukrainian president has been released. It shows that Donald Trump did in fact ask him to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter, saying there had been a lot of talk that Biden had stopped a prosecution involving his son, who was running a company in the Ukraine. Trump says a lot of people want to find out about that, so whatever you can do with the Attorney General would be great. That call happened right after Trump froze $391 million in aid to the Ukraine. The investigation continues. That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie. But if you want some more insight into why Trump does the things he does, we have a previous episode of The Quickie where we explore whether he has narcissistic personality disorder. There's a list of personality traits that need to be ticked off to be diagnosed with it, and maybe you won't be surprised to see how many the US president possesses. You can find the link in our show notes. <laughs> 